the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have an enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afwakwa. Pastor Afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. Thank you for grace that is upon me to teach your word. Grace upon your people to receive your word. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for revelation. And thank you much more for transformation. Spirit of God, as your word goes forth, bring clarity, bring insight. Heal the sick and restore the lost. Let your name alone be glorified as your people are edified through the ministry of your word. In Jesus' matchless name, amen and amen. Amen. Okay, come with me to Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 to 30. Matthew 25, verse 14 to 30. Amen. Okay, again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted, see the word, entrusted, entrusted his money to them while he was, while he was, he entrusted his money to them while he was gone. Let's read verse 15. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing... I can't hear you. Let's read that again. One go. He gave five bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion. Okay. Now, let's go to verse 19. One go. Their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they had used his money. The servant to whom? Let's go. The servant to whom? Came forward with five more and said, Master, five bags silver to invest and I've earned five more. May you earn more. The master was full of praise. Well done. My good and faithful servant, you've been So now I will give you more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. May you have celebrations. The servant who had Well done. My good and faithful servant, you've been faithful in handling this small amount. So now, may the celebration begin in your house. 24. Then the servant with one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a houseman, harvesting crops you didn't plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I will lose your money. Look, here is your money back. But the master replied, 
If you knew I harvested crops I didn't plant and gather crops, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have received Proverbs 28, verse 20. Proverbs 28, 20. Let's read it together. One go. A faithful man shall abound with blessing. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we've been looking at a series that we have captioned abounding with blessings through faithful stewardship. Somebody say abounding with blessings. blessings. Through faithful stewardship. And this is part six. Abounding with blessings through faithful stewardship. And presently we are on the faithful stewardship part. We talked about the fact that faithfulness is key. Tend to your neighbor and say faithfulness is key. The Bible says in the book of Psalms 12, 1 and 2. Psalm 12, 1 and 2. This is what David prayed in the New Living Translation. Help, O Lord, for the godly are fast disappearing. The faithful have vanished from the earth. May we find in you a faithful man. May faithful people not be vanished from the earth. And then Proverbs chapter 20, verse 6. He said, most men will proclaim each his own goodness. But who can find a faithful man? Who can find a faithful woman? May we find you a faithful man. May we find in you a faithful woman. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. The Bible says a faithful man abounds with blessing. We said that when we talk about a faithful person, we are looking at somebody who is consistent. Somebody say consistent. Say reliable. That's it. When you are looking at the faithful man, you are looking at a consistent person, you are looking at a reliable person, you are looking at a dependable person. He is not just able, he is able and available. Somebody say able and available. That's a faithful person. A faithful person is not just able, but he is able and available. There are too many people, they are able, but they are not available. Gifted, but they are not available. Now listen. No matter how talented or gifted you are, if you are not faithful, your, your gift will not amount to much in your hands. Are you here with me? If you are not faithful, if you are not faithful, no matter what it's giving you, it will never amount to much in your hands. Faithfulness is key if you must keep on changing level. And last two weeks, when I was here, I walked you through 10 blessings, faithfulness guarantee. Somebody say 10 blessings. Now, these blessings are in the way we relate with others in many other areas of our lives. Number one, we said faithfulness deepens relationships. Somebody say it deepens relationships. Say it deepens relationships. I was just telling you that my spiritual, my father in the Lord has been friends with uh, Reverend Emmanuel Trecon for over 40 years. They celebrated it, I think somewhere in January there about. Over 40 years. That it takes faithfulness consistency he's been dependable they've been reliable one on a, for another for 40 years you see prof and his wife they've been married for how long say how long have you been married say? 32 years wow. 32 years karen <laughs> 32 years and they are still in love they are still twinning yeah. praise the lord yeah. 32 together Ask them whether it's been uh, easy. Ask them whether they are always laughing. Ask them whether they are always happy. But they are always together. Are you here with me? Now, that's faithfulness. You don't jump out of the ship because there is fire somewhere. You hang around and you help put it out. But we have a generation of people who don't understand what it means to be committed to anything. 
The least challenge we want to jump out. We are always looking for a quick way of escape. Faithful people stick and stay even when things are tough. You see, you can't tell faithfulness in good times. You tell faithfulness in difficult trying times. That's where you know who is a faithful friend. When Job went through what he went through, the people who stuck by, those were faithful people. May God give you faithful people. And most importantly, may God make you a faithful person. Because you see, the Bible says they are lacking. So people are looking for people that they can confide in. They are dealing with emotional issues. They are carrying hurt and pains in their heart. And they are looking for a place where they can just pass a bit out so that they can be free. But they are also afraid that when they uh, uh, open up, the issue, the thing may be on social media. It may be on some WhatsApp chat group somewhere. So they are afraid. So instead of opening up and getting well, People are getting wounded. The Bible says, confess your sins one to another that you may be healed. There are things that healing comes. There are times where healing comes. Only when we are able to find someone whom we can trust with certain things we are dealing with emotionally. Am I communicating here? It's not every healing that is paracetamol and uh, atosinate amodiac. No, 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 no. There are too many of them. In fact, more people have sicknesses that does not require orthodox medicine than those who have sicknesses that require orthodox medicine. Some people have serious mental issues they are dealing with, serious emotional issues. Antidepressants are in the increase in Ghana. Why? Because people can be trusted. And if we are looking for faithful men, we can't find them. Faithful women, we can't find them. When we come to church, we must find them. And I pray that in this house, we'll find them. Can somebody give me an amen? Your amen doesn't show that you want to be faithful. Yeah. Yeah. Faithfulness deepens relationship. God called Abraham his friend because he was faithful. He was his friend. He said, I speak to Moses face to face because he is faithful. Paul called his associates in ministry, my brother Timothy, my brother Titus, because they were faithful. A friend loves at all times. A brother is born for adversity. They were faithful. Faithfulness guarantees promotion. There is nowhere in Ghana where people don't pray for promotion, particularly in the prayer camps. Because most of the prayer comes when you go there, it's self-seeking prayers they pray. And among many things, more sales, more promotion, more business opportunity. That's all. And yet they are not faithful. They have a shop, but they are not faithful to report there on time. Am I communicating here? They've collected somebody's goods that when I sell, I'll bring you the money. They've sold it about two years ago. And they said COVID, 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 COVID. And you are collapsing another person's business to build your business. Can I tell you something? It doesn't work like that with God. It doesn't work like that with God. It doesn't work like that with God. Faithful man. Guarantees promotion. You've been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Faithfulness brings honor. May you be honored. Faithfulness brings financial blessings. If you are going to explode financially, please be faithful. Be faithful. Be faithful. I have been so low financially and I've changed level and I can see that faithfulness is a vital force. Faithfulness is a vital force. There was a time where my tithe was just about five Ghana cities or two Ghana cities and I gave it faithfully. There was a time where my offering was about two cities in a service. But today it may be more than uh, 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 <laughs> let me not say what it is. I'm not communicating to you. Faithfulness. When is one Ghana, let it go. When it's too gone, I let it go. And God has been shifting the level. 
Because he knows that having proven you over time, even if it's 1,000, you let it go. Am I communicating here? Faithfulness is key to getting honor, blessings. Faithfulness brings divine protection. You know why Daniel went into what he went through and came out? Because he was faithful. Faithfulness brings favor. May you enjoy favor. May you enjoy favor. If you would just be faithful to your boss. He says, come at seven. You are there. He says, when customers come, give them attention. You learn to give them attention. You are not chatting on WhatsApp. You are not watching uh, 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 short skits on, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Facebook. And sharing them where you are supposed to be actively paying attention to workers. If you would do that, and listen, whether you do that or you don't do that, there is a master up who sees you. Most of the time, people pray to God for promotion when God has seen their works and has already declared that unfit for promotion. And they are praying to him for promotion. But God has already seen your work and declared you are unfit for promotion. May you be fit for promotion. Amen. I said, may you be fit for promotion. Amen. Faithfulness brings establishment and security. It secures your relationship. It secures whatever legacy you are seeking to. But faithfulness brings divine enablement. Faithfulness qualifies you for leadership. Somebody say leadership. leadership. Say leadership. leadership. Yeah. When money is given to you, you handle it faithfully. You qualify to lead. You don't take the whole nation's money and keep it in a bank. And the nation is seriously going for looking for money. Am I communicating here? That's not faithful leadership. That's not faithful leadership. Faithful leadership is taking that which is the nations and making it available to the nation. Not you don't carry it for your own personal gain. Am I communicating here? Yeah, faithful leadership. And then ultimately, the crown of life. Somebody say the crown of life. Now listen, the <laughs> whatever the crown of life is, I want it. Turn to your neighbor and say, I want it. I want it. Yeah. Whatever the crown is. Some of you, you will not wear a crown because you don't come from a royal family. You don't know anybody from a royal family. But if you are crownless on earth, don't be crownless in eternity. The Bible said, be faithful unto death and you will be guaranteed the crown of life. Today, I'm introducing to you from the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 17 to 19. It's just an introduction of what we are about to. In the same faithfulness series, uh, in the same stewardship series. Let's go, one go. By now look at it, read boldly with me. I've started teaching. One go. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises, offered up his only begotten son. Verse 18. Of whom it was said, concluding that God was able to raise him up, from which also he received him in a figurative sense. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Verse 17, it says, by faith. By what? By what? By And I like the word when. By faith. When he was tested. Today and the weeks ahead, I'm going to be teaching on pass the test. Turn to your neighbor and say, pass the test. 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 Turn to the person on your left and say, pass the test. The person on your left, right, and say, pass the test. Pass the test. Pass the test. I have not met any Christian who doesn't want to be blessed. Every Christian desires the blessing of God. Every Christian wants to change the level. Even those who are not Christians want to change the level. 
every human being like i'm doing in the ss series every human being wants an upgrade of their lives we want to move forward sometimes you stay in your house you want to see some changes you paint the place if that is all you can afford everybody wants to change the level but the bible has keys for changing level somebody say keys for changing level say keys for changing level and one of those keys are the keys i'm going to be sharing with you you have to pass the test pass the test somebody say pass the test so this is pass the test introduction i like when the bible says but by faith when abraham was tested somebody say you will be tested Uh he didn't say if you are tested by faith when abraham was tested it's a matter of when it's not an if are you here with me it's a matter of what when and not an if if you have not been tested in your marriage wait the testing will come are you here with me yeah the testing will come the testing will come if you have not been tested in your job wait it will come you will be tested at every phase if you must change your level at every phase you will be tested and the bible gives us this account in hebrews but we have to go to Genesis where we see the real deal. Somebody said the real deal. So let's go to Genesis chapter 22 and see how this thing pans out. He just summarized it. In the New Testament, everything is coded. Simple. Then you go to the old, you decode it and find out how this thing practically works. He said, now what? One go. Now it came. Say it. Now it came. After. After that god tested abraham and said to him abraham then take now your son your only son whom you love and go to the land of moriah and offer him there as a man of rain on one of the mountains of which i shall verse three so abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and isaac his son and he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place may the lord help you you see the instructions when they come you have to jump at them praise the lord that's how people change level that's how people change level instructions come abraham had god immediately jump at them is god still speaking yes god is still speaking god is speaking today as i'm speaking he's speaking i hear with me why you pick your bible and you are reading god is speaking why you come to church and the word of god is being taught god is speaking when they lift up spirit-filled songs and they are ministering god is speaking and may you hear it when god speaks sometimes when you are just just chatting on phone or on whatsapp or on phone with a friend who is spirit filled god can talk to them talk talk to you through them many times god has spoken to me through apostle francis while we are talking i said this one the holy spirit is speaking now let me note it am i communicating here now listen if you are going to change level you have to be quick to hear god and act on it the bible says abraham after these things no 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 i like that i like that (laughs) <laughs> if it had been my preaching days, I would be jumping now. Praise the Lord. But Abraham, good to see you. <laughs> the Bible says in verse 1, now it came to pass. Somebody say, now it came to pass. After, after, if you are going to understand your Bible well, when you see after these things, go back. Somebody say, go back. After these things, God tested him after these things. 
after these things a lot of people have wrongly understood the new testament and they have become very lousy and slothful christians because they don't understand it after these things did abraham beg god to choose him no talk to me did abraham beg god to choose him uh-huh. abraham he's in fact the book of uh, isaiah because if i refer it you he will take me there i don't want to uh, give the reference but i know it i think isaiah 51 he said look unto your father abraham and to sarah the Betty, for i called him alone i i increased him and i blessed him look unto him in other words pattern your life after him abraham is uh, set apart as a model for us new testament christians because everything that happens in the new testament happened with abraham praise the lord in abraham you see the full manifestation and expression of the grace of god abraham at the time there was no energy to do work to produce results god gave him that is grace is it not grace when you don't have energy to even uh, do anything to produce a child and then god empowers you and you are able to that's grace paul said i am what i am by the grace of god the grace which was, was not in vain that, that's grace pure grace abraham is just an epitome of grace god called him but he was in a hidden land didn't know god seven and idol god just came in and out of the many people in abraham's house god didn't call anybody say abraham come can you imagine that he chose us in him the bible says in the book of Ephesians, god chose us in christ when we didn't know him while we were yet sinners christ died for us i'm not communicating at all that's a grace at work but after that grace many things happen you see when god chooses you it had just started that is how the journey starts the bible says, after these things after what things a number of things number one after god called abraham somebody say after god called abraham god tested abraham after he called abraham god tested abraham after abraham became rich after god called abraham he tested him that is that's it after he called him he told him go into a place which i will show you and then it was a test go to a place i will show you who goes to a place that they will show him later you go to a place they have shown you you don't go to a place that i will show you but he needed to step out in faith so that was a test so he tested him when he told him to go now after what after abraham became rich after these things after these things after abraham became rich abraham was broke poor st- staying in the same house with his father 75 year old man with the sharing the same household with his father that is a very broke man but when he left he became rich and god tested him after what after abraham was blessed by Melchizedek when he gave the tithe remember when he met Melchizedek he gave a tithe and then the bible says God came through him to test him after what after God made a covenant with Abraham somebody say God tested him God tested Abraham after these things. I, I want you to see after these things. When you read the Bible, this is a word-based church. Are you here with me? And my primary assignment is to equip you with the word of God that you, you Satan sees you and he knows that you are a no-go area. You didn't say amen. Yeah. <laughs> you are looking for money. So when spiritual insights are dropped, you can't even see them. Some people have so much money they can't sleep because they, they, they are not in control of their lives. After these things, tested him. He made a covenant with him. He tested him. After waiting, after what? After waiting for 25 years for a child, 
God tested Abraham. Tested him. Waited and waited 25 years. God tested Abraham after. Abraham got involved with the wrong woman. God tested him after that. After Abraham nurtured and raised Isaac up to become a full grown man. A man in his youth that he could do many things with. God tested him. I want you to understand that if God has not tested you yet, wait, it will come. Turn to your neighbor and say, if God has not tested you yet, <laughs> wait, it will come. Now listen, and where you will end with God is a function of how you pass the test. That test is very important. That test is, a lot of you, me, I want to be a millionaire. I want to do this. I want to do this. <laughs> Sometimes when I hear people talk like that, <laughs> I, I, I just begin to pray for them because they don't seem to know what they are asking. They don't know what they are asking. They don't know what they are asking. You want to be a millionaire in this your state? <laughs> in this your mental state? In this your spiritual state? You want to be a millionaire? Now listen, the way you are running your life carnally, if more money is added to you, you will destroy your life. Am I communicating here? Yeah, yeah, you will destroy your life. Now you don't have money, and your people are buying beer for you to drink. Can you imagine if you get money yourself? They buy it and then you drink it. You don't have money. They take you to places you don't have to go as a believer. And you go there. Then you want more money. Listen, enjoy this your life with your poverty because it's okay for you. So you don't mess up. I'm not communicating here. After these things, some of you, you will never know what is truly in your heart until you become rich. Until you become rich. You say, I, I love God. Wait. Let more money enter. Praise the Lord. I'm submissive. Wait. After these things, I really, 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 really don't uh, 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 believe the humility of most poor people. I don't. I don't. I don't at all. See, if you want to test the humility of a person, give him power, give him money, give him influence, and then you will see whether he's truly humble or not. I'm not communicating here. Those are the things that proves a person's humility. When he has all of it, and yet he comes so low. After these things, things people have gotten and they are so cool-headed. Some people have just gotten 1% and they, they don't want us to rest. They're just 1% and they don't want us to rest. Now listen, I want you to appreciate this. This is a quote. God will not trust you with his blessings until he has tested you. Say, God will not trust me with his blessings until he has tested me simple god will not so stop praying for it i don't pray for blessing honestly because i know that i'm blessing christ are you here with me yes. no no i don't pray for blessing i don't pray for blessing i don't the other things i pray for spirit of wisdom and revelation uh, increasing in the anointing no that's not that but blessing be it material no 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 i am blessed in christ i'm not communicating here i'm super super blessed in christ this is my place and my status and i'll pray from that anger the consciousness i'm blessed and other things follow god will not please you can correct it god will not trust you with his blessings until he has tested you and i want you to appreciate that god tests people somebody say god tests people god say god tests people. people yeah your national service money that you have been receiving for the past six months but you have not even thought of giving 1% or 2% or 10% as tied to God. It's a test. It's a test. That's why some people finish, before they finish national service, they have a, a very golden job. 
other people finish national service and they write application upon application and they keep on getting bounced again and again because they failed the first test. I'm not communicating here. One of our deacons here, in his national service days, he landed a job in the mines. Malcolm, national service days. And the money that has entered his hand since then, I have seen some of them invested in God's kingdom as, a, as his pastor. I'm not communicating here. I'm not surprised. I cannot be surprised. I can't be. Because you see, the Bible says, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom. When you have keys, you know how things must work. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, I cannot have a key in my hand and enter this place and pray that the door should open. No. It is when you don't have the key that you waste time praying. I'm not communicating here. Now, prayer in itself is a key for specific things. And there are other things that are equally keys. When I entered the university, my father was not poor, but my father made poor choices. One of them is that he married too many people. He was able to get some things for himself in his lifetime. But in his death, we were too many for all the things he did to be enough for us. So those of you who are thinking of marrying too many people, watch it. Yeah, it may not deny you heaven, but it will frustrate your life on it. Am I communicating here? No, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it will not, it will not deny you heaven. They don't go to heaven with wife and marriage, no. But it will frustrate your life here on it. So, by the time I was ready for investing, there was very little available. I taught for two, almost two years before I entered the university. And when I entered the university, all the money I had was what I used to pay my admission and everything I entered the university. The moment I entered the university and finished first year, there was no money in sight. There was no anything in sight. And it was just a pure field work. Now, from first year to the time I finished, I honored God faithfully with tight. Every money anybody gave me, I made sure I paid tight. Second year, God brought somebody in to pay my fees. He was on a flight from UK. God talked to him in a plane. that when you go, this guy, go pay his fees. He came and paid. Now, when you go to UK to work as a student, you don't get any decent job to work. Even now, there are degree holders and master's holders in places like that who are not doing honorable jobs. And I tell you, of all places you can go and earn money, UK is one place. Their pound is not just heavy, it is rare. <laughs> it's very rare. Very rare. So for him to go work and then he stole. He told me what he wanted to use the money for, to buy sound system and put it in his room. Holy Ghost said, foolish idea. Go and give to the boy and let him pay his fees. Listen, I started enjoying supernatural supply, not after I became a pastor, before I became a pastor. I knew what it was. From first year to the time, second, first year, I sorted myself out. Second year, third year, people, one after the other, I had places to live without paying, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, hall, hall fees and all of that. I had places to live until I finished the school. At every point in time, I'm not communicating here. God takes care of those who are faithful. When you are faithful, I tell people all the time, there's no time anybody will give me a gift and I won't think about God. Do I know the person? Did I ask the person for it? If God has put him in his heart for him to give me, I must thank him by giving a certain percentage to him. But you see, you are so consumed with poverty mentality that when you receive the gift, uh, this gift cry, so you can't even think about God. You can't think about God. Listen, I want you to understand that Christianity is a very practical life. Oh. It's not abstract, no. There are people who make it like this and they don't, they don't know God really. Why you know him is a very practical thing. 
It's a very practical thing. Very practical. When my daddy died, my mother was the last but one wife. When my daddy died, I was uh, in class six. And I started living alone from class six until I finished the university. And until I married, actually. Because I lived alone like that. Until I married from class six. Class six. I have seen all manner of things. But I've also seen that God is faithful. God is what? Faithful. God tests people. God will test you. You say, uh, I, I want a bigger job. I want to be promoted. I want to get... Listen, he's testing you, but you're not seeing it. Now, look at it. Let's read a few things. So, you see, I'm just introducing it and setting the stage for it. One, Job chapter 20, 23, verse 10. And I want you to look on the screen and read with me. He said, he knows the way that I what? Talk to me. He knows the way that I what? Look at it. He knows the way that I what? And when he has tested me, I shall come forth. So, when does the God in you come forth? When you are tested. The stuff you are made of is revealed when you are tested. When you're married, your wife has so offended you. Your husband has so offended you. And you don't know what to do. And everybody around you is telling you this is the way to go. And you are being tested. And the way they are telling you to go is not the way of God. That's the time you will know the stuff you are made of. I'm not communicating here. When you are tested, when you are tested, I respect people who pass specific tests at the intervention of their, at certain unique times of their lives. Test. When he has tested me, the reason why you are still operating like silver or wood, you have not been tested. Open yourself up for testing. Testing. I told you I started living alone when I was in class six. That's how come I'm looking this fine. And I'm talking this fine. And I'm acting this fine. Because I've been tested. Tested. I've done all kinds of things. True sign. Uh, what do you call it? Crazy. Sumaba. All manner of things. Now listen. All manner of things I've done some before. All manner of things. Selling polythene bags. Selling biscuits in Osa buses. What is it? All manner of things. But at your age, you feel that you are at a certain level. So you should function in a certain way, act in a certain way. And somebody must give you, listen, that's why you are where you are. When my daddy died, if I had been looking for someone to give me, I will not be here today. I'm not complicating here. I'm telling you, I will not be here today. He sent one of my brothers after secondary school, uh, what do you call it? After JHS. I came out, I think with aggregate nine or so. And uh, one of my brothers Heard that I had gotten aggregate nine from Saito. He said, this guy must be good. Praise the Lord. That's when he sent him to come help me. When he came in, after two years, Satan entered me. And I messed up. And he also dealt with me. Dealt very, very badly with me. Said so that by the time I was about transitioning from SHS 1 into SHS, I think the second term in SHS 2, I had to literally stay and sleep in the classroom until I finished my early school. Because I was not a brother. He sucked me out of his house. He's my brother. He sucked me out of his house because of what I did. And he was justifiably so. He wasn't born again and all of that. If I was in his shoes as an unsaved person, I would have done so or worse. So he did that. But you know what? He actually pushed me into purpose. When I look back, I look back with joy and excitement because you see, if he had not pushed me out, I would have lived his dream instead of God's dream. His dream was that with the potential he saw in me, he was going to fit my bill to go to school anywhere in the world I wanted to go. 
But God was not taking me to school anywhere in the world. He wanted to school me in Ghana for his purpose. Am I communicating here? That's, that's, that was God's mind. But somebody had a different agenda altogether. When you are tested, you come forth as God. When you are tested. When you are tested. <laughs> now let's read a few. Look at the Psalm 66. He said, For you, O God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is what? Go, go, read with me. As silver is what? Refine. Verse 11. He said, You brought us. How does God refine us? You brought us into the. Yes. Read it. You brought us into the. Yes. You led affliction on our. Yes. On our. Yes. Verse 12. You have caused men to ride over our... Yes. We went through the... And... Uh, but you brought us out into a rich fulfillment. Can somebody shout an amen? Shout an amen. Shout a believing amen. And say, I'm coming to a place of rich fulfillment. All that you are going through, God is bringing you to a place of fulfillment. I have never been fulfilled in life than doing anything than what I'm doing. I've never. There's nothing that is satisfying. Satisfying to me. I was telling somebody last week that I was supposed to travel somewhere in June. And that is a place everybody wants to go. Everybody wants to go. But I'm so occupied and I'm so excited doing what God will have me do that I had to shift it. I'm not communicating here. And if I had my way, I would not even move until the next one year or two. Am I communicating here? No, 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 no. There's fulfillment in God. Am I communicating here? He said, you take us through fire. None have ride over our heads, but you have brought us to a worthy place. People have cheated us. They've taken advantage of us, but you are bringing us to a worthy place. People felt that they were smart, but you were bringing us to a worthy place. People felt that they were taking advantage, but they didn't know that God was bringing us to a worthy place. I'm not communicating with somebody at all. Now, that is the man. God brought him into a worthy place. Now, let's go to Isaiah 48 verse 10. He said, Behold, I have refined you. Isaiah 48. I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tested you in the fairness of what? Talk to me in the fairness of what? In the fairness of affliction. In the fairness of affliction. Oh, pastor, you don't know what I'm, I'm contemplating suicide. Cut the crap. Praise the Lord. Cut it. What have you seen? That people who deserve to commit suicide, they didn't commit, they are living. You, you, don't, you have not even come close to committing it. And you want to commit it. I have refined it. But through silver. You know what it means to refine Oh, our ladies, jewelry, refine. When you see gold, oh, you won't like it. But when it's refined, it becomes a beautiful necklace. When you see a ruby stone or diamond, you won't like it in this rosy. But when it's refined, it will be sparkling. I'm not communicating here. He said, you refine us. But you refine us through the fairness of affliction. And that many people don't like. A final marriage is produced through the fairness of affliction. You start out, you don't have much. You are living in this one small place. But as you learn to be faithful, loving to one another, God will move you from one level to another. You have no business envying and jealousing other people because you are not them. I'm not communicating here. Your life is different from their life. Look at this. Zechariah chapter 13 verse 9. Lisho leve lege sobre de katuza valiando seve etabrodia vadose. Let's read together one go. I will bring the one third through the fire, will refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested. 
they will call on my name and I will answer them. I will say, this is my people and each one will say, the Lord is my God. May you prove yourself worthy. May you prove yourself worthy. Now, 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 8 to 10. He's talking about leadership here. He said, let's go. Likewise, deacons must be reverent. Not double tongue, not giving to much wine, not greedy for money. Verse 9. In a pure conscience. Ha, yakala. Let's read. But let these, let these also be first. Let them be first tested. Let them be first tested. He said, if you're looking for someone to lead for leadership, don't just put anybody there. Put one who is tested. Who is proven, who has been through something. Let them be tested. Revelation chapter 2, verse 10. He said, let's go. Do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested. And you will have tribulation 10 days. But be faithful. Did you see that? No. You see, be faithful. When you are tested, be faithful. One of our members in our international community branch called me last week and he was telling me, Pastor, I went off. The things I was supposed to do as to the church, my commitment to the church, tight. And listen, I've not been doing it for some time because I have a certain goal I wanted to achieve. And then I resolved that I'm going to do it. And since I started, things have been going haywire. I said, that is it. Yeah, because you see, stolen waters are always what? Sweet. When you are doing the wrong thing, Satan gives you all the energy. The moment you turn that you are going to do the right thing, he begins to bring all kinds of things to discourage you from continuing on that track because he knows that do not be weary in well-doing for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Am I communicating at all? Yes. I told him that's a test. And until you pass that test, yeah, there's no way you, you have a change of level. Until you pass that test, People make all kinds of decisions, foolish decisions, and then they want to take a break on God. When the decisions come biting, they want to take a break on God. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 8. I speak not by commandment, but I am testing. Somebody say, I'm testing. Say, I'm testing the sincerity of your love by the diligence of others. I am testing the sincerity. I am testing. Three facts about God's test. Number one, three facts about God's test. Number one, God will test you before trusting you with greater responsibilities. Please appreciate this. God will test you before placing in your hands greater responsibilities. He will test you first. He has to test you. He gave them one five, one two, and one one three, and then one one. Then the Bible says, after a long time he came, and he said, you've been faithful over a few things. Now hear me. When he gave it to them, they didn't know they had been set up for a test. Do you know that? Do you know that? Yeah. They, they, were, they were being tested, but they didn't know. When money enters your hand, you are being tested, you don't know. When you meet somebody, when somebody offends you, it could be your husband, it could be a friend. When they offend you, and you feel like walking out of the relationship, hear me and hear me well, you are being tested. You are being what? You are being tested, and you need to stand up and pass the test. You are being tested. God never positions people until he first proves them. He has to prove you. Somebody say, he has to prove me. So the first one I need you to appreciate is that God will not commit greater responsibilities into your hands until you are first tested. 
whether it's a blessing, whether it's resources, no, it will not come. More money, it won't come. More this, it won't come until you are proving yourself faithful. Are you here with me? You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you a ruler. Now, I like number two so much because this is where the New Testament Christian life is all about. Somebody is all about. <laughs> you know, and, and unfortunately, when people say it, they don't even understand what they are saying. Oh, me, I, I, I worship God in my heart. Now, you can't worship God in your heart and you do not show in your action. Yeah, I give in my heart. I do this in my heart. They simply don't understand. Paul said, I am testing the sincerity in your heart. Whatever you are saying, if it is sincere, it will be shown in what you do. Number two, the focus of God's test is your heart. Somebody say, my heart. My heart. Hey, say, my heart. My heart. Put your, ha- your hand on your heart and say, my heart. My heart. Say, Lord, Lord, let my heart be loyal to you. Lord, help me to maintain a loyal heart to you all my days. Am I communicating here? Yes. This is key, please. Now, you know everything that Solomon had. Can I shock you? Everything Solomon had. Do you know where it started from? His heart. Somebody say his heart. Say his heart. Say his heart. Everything that Solomon became, he became it because of his heart. Proverbs chapter 23, look at this. Proverbs 23, 26. My son, somebody say, my son. Give me your heart. And let your eyes observe my ways. Say, my son, give me your heart. And let your eyes observe my ways. Now, if you want God to make you a surprise to yourself, give your heart over to him. You'll be shocked at the happenings around you. You'll be shocked at the happenings around you. I will share testimonies with you, but not now. I will share testimonies upon testimony. Because when I share some of them, some of you wake up. When I quote the Bible, you sleep. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Give me your heart. Wherever your heart is, may you go take it and bring it to God. Can somebody say an amen? amen. Say a believing amen. amen. Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 1 to 3. He said, if there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and he gives you a sign or a wonder and the sign or wonder comes to pass of which he spoke to saying let us go after other gods which you have not known and let us serve them you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams for the lord your god is testing 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 whether you love him you love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your Psalm 7 verse 9. Let's go. Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just. For the righteous test the hearts and the minds. Somebody said the test is in the heart. You know the exam center is your heart. That's where the examination takes place. If you see the differences between people in church, in, in their work with God, it's their heart. Their heart. Their heart their heart. Now look at this. <laughs> Psalm 11 verse 5. Le so Psalm 11 5. Good. The Lord tests the Lord tests the Lord tests the wicked and the one who loves violence he so. 17 3. You have and you have uh-huh you have and found nothing. 
I am purpose that my mouth shall not. Jeremiah 12 3. Let's read it. One go. But you, O oh Lord, know me. You have seen me. You have tested my heart toward you. I like that. My heart toward you. My heart toward you. God will test. When you collect money, God is testing your heart towards him. When you are making your priorities for the week and church is not part, God is testing your heart. Are you here with me? When you overload your, your, your to-do list with so many things that you don't have a place, a room for the service towards God's cause, he's testing your heart. That's what the Bible is saying here. He said you have tested my heart toward you. My heart toward you. Some people have a great heart towards money towards academic achievement, towards uh, advancement and progress, they don't have a great heart towards God. Now, let me tell you, all that made David was not degrees and qualification. It was a heart. I have found David my servant, a man who is after my heart. Everything changed when he was a man after God's own heart. May you become a man after God's heart. May you become a woman after God's heart. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jeremiah 11. 20. One go, but oh Lord of hosts, you are testing the mind and the heart. Let me see your vengeance. For uh-huh. New Testament now. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3. One go. For our exhortation did not. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Verse 4. Let's read verse 4 together. But as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, even as not as pleasing men, but God, who what? who tells who our now God started this in the old testament, he's still doing it in the new testament. He's testing hearts, testing hearts. May your heart be found worthy. Amen. I said, May your heart be found worthy. Amen. Now I close with. The focus. Why God tests your heart? He tests your heart not because He wants to know it. In uh, Deuteronomy, <laughs> he, he talked about that. But God tests your heart because He wants to reveal your heart to you. Because He knows your heart. Praise the Lord. He wants you to know the kind of heart you have. He knows your heart. He knows all things. <laughs> Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1 and 2. Every commandment. Deuteronomy 8, please. Let's go. Every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe it, that you may and go in and possess the land. Verse 2. You shall remember to humble you and test you to know what was in your heart, whether you keep his commandment or not. Now, (laughs) God already knows what is in your heart. He is testing you so he reveals it to you. And I close with Ecclesiastes 8, 3 verse 18. See it. This is it. One go. I said, I said, concerning the condition of the sons of God, test them that they may see the... Now listen. God tests you so you will see. It's not for him to see. He knows everything. He knows what you would think in 10 years. He knows if you are able to get that contract, he knows. He said that you may see. There's something you don't know about yourself. When God begins to test your heart. You didn't know you love money. When God begins to test your heart. 
when God tells you drop a thousand Ghana cities then you know your heart is being tested you will struggle with it. when you are struggling with it it's a sign that you have failed the test am I communicating here he said so you know you have to know whether you love God when you are very busy where is a place for God that is a test am I communicating here that's a test that is a, you, you, these things are not just fake I, I have seen it praise the Lord again and again and i pray that god will help us i pray that god will help us i'll continue next week the ultimate objective of god's test is his glory and our betterment and that's where i'll continue from next week somebody said the ultimate objective of god's test is for his glory and our betterment when god tests you is for his glory and for you there are some prayers God has decided he won't answer because what you are going through is for his glory. I'm not communicating here. Yeah, he's getting glory out of it and you want to rob him of his glory. So he said, keep on. Can you imagine the man Joseph praying that he doesn't go to prison? When that will bring God glory? <laughs> May the Lord help someone. I pray that as you allow the spirit of God to work in your heart and remold your heart, you will begin to enjoy the best of your Christian life. If you want to accept Jesus and make him your Lord and Savior, you want to say this prayer after me. Mean every word and then believe it in your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe with my heart that you died and rose again for me. By my belief, I am justified. And by my confession, I am saved. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer in faith, you are a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God bless you. We look forward to having you join us again and again. You are blessed. Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our service at our headquarter church from 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. for our good news service. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santasa Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook or YouTube pages. God richly bless you. Oh, no,